Triple M's Tom and Ollie can be naughty boys with naughty questions. That's why the following content is rated naughty. Buckle up, kids. All ears proceed past this point at their own risk. Say, kids, what time is it? She said nine o'clock. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine. Ursula Carlson's going to join us back in the studio in half an hour's time for Flirty 9.30, which I'm very excited about. She'll get to read an heroic short story. Tom, how would you feel about ending the show with a joke from Jason? No, no, no. No, <laughs> no I've got a good one from Jason. No, I don't think I want it's to. Funny. No, I don't want to. Funny. No, no. Oh. Hey, Ollie, up next, let's talk to a lady called Taylor Tara. She's a mature age escort. She's written a book called Memoirs from the Buddha. Boudoir, I should say. From the Buddha. And let's That'd get... Different. <laughs> Memoirs from the Buddha. What's the Buddha gotten up to in Naughty Afternoon? Great, now you're fat shaming me again. Uh, no, look, let's get it a dish all on exactly what went down in the sex industry. With Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. It's Naughty Afternoon. It's the John Butler Trio. Just called Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. In about 20 minutes' time, Ursula Carlson returns to give us a flirty 9.30 erotic short story. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty Afternoon. Tom, we don't often chat about books uh, during Naughty After Nine, but when this book, Memoirs from the Boudoir, came across our desk, uh, it's a first-time novel by Taylor Tara, and it goes into Taylor's first-hand experiences uh, in the world of being an escort, a mature escort as well, uh, and generally just the life of a sex worker. And we're joined by Taylor Tara, and thank you so much for having a chat to us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Taylor, um, it's your first time writing a book. Uh, it's that f- first of all, congratulations. Why did you want to write this book about your lifetime of experiences? I actually more or less wanted to get it out there to break the stigma of sex workers and their clients, that to break the stereotype of what people think we are. Yeah, because there is definitely a stigma around sex work, hey? Like, <laughs> For thousands you, of years. Yeah, yeah, it really <laughs> has been like that. So what, why did you want to get into sex work in the beginning? Um, I didn't. I just sort of um, went, took a, a venting too far and then ended up going through the first night thinking that I'd get through it with nobody wanting me so I could just walk out the door and never go back. But um, I had three bookings on my first night. It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. What, what, what was that? Sorry, like when you said an, an event, what do you mean? Like what style of day or night was it? No, I was venting, venting, as in going through my mind as a process to uh, think, well, you know what, if you want it, you can do more pay for it. And, yeah. Um, but so I you were a bit down and out, I guess. Is that why you had reached that point? Well, I just had enough of men at the moment that I had been dating. Like they're always there for the sex part of it, but were never there to never made the dinner date or the movie or the weekend away. So it was, you know, I've just had enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I wasn't going to do it. I was just 13. <laughs> yeah, wow. How old were you when this first began? I started at 47. Right, okay. So when I have been reading a Mature Escort, you, you generally or genuinely are at an older age getting into this kind of stuff. Does that mm. separate you a bit from a lot more sex workers who might be younger? Is there a bit of a um, difference there? Not really, because we all provide the same service, but it's yeah. up to the individual client is what they're actually after, which I learned on my very first night that um, horses for courses. Does any part of you go, wonder what it would be like if you were a younger girl doing this? Would, would that be a positive thing, do you think? I don't think I'd have the mindset for it, actually. I've learned a lot. So for the depression side, which um, I get a lot of clients that are on their own and lonely and just need their contact, they need sex. Uh, but also need some companionship and talking and cuddling and mm. just a good laugh. 
Can you talk us through, that sounds like you've got a bit of a unique uh, perspective on, on the work you do. T- tell us about how you approach that more, it's almost pastoral or caring, empathetic side of stuff. How do you, it is, how do, you do that? It is. Well, you don't know and uh, each client's different um, when they come in and you start a book and you never really know what you're going to get or what the situation is, but more tended on the side that after you finish the actual sexual part or whatever, um, they just relax, you start massaging, and then they just start talking and then um, more and more comes out as they get to know you and trust you and you find that, wow, you know, they really, sometimes you have to direct them to maybe special counselling or something with people because some of them do have issues and they have no one to talk to. Yeah. Because it's, they don't think they need to talk to it until it actually comes out and happens. Post-coital can be that funny stage where you start talk, <laughs> talking more about it. You sort of relax and you ease into a bit of comfortability. Yep. Nothing like two naked bodies to make you feel like you're at home. <laughs> well, Taylor Tara, do you mind sticking around up next? I want to talk to you about your juiciest story. I want the oh, dates on the juiciest. juiciest uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Stick around. Uh, you with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. We have questions. It's Thirsty Merc in the summertime. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions in 10 minutes time. Ursula Carlson joins us back in the studio to give us an erotic short story with Flirty 9.30. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's Naughty After Nine. We're still chatting to Taylor Tara, who is a mature age escort and sex worker and has a book out called Memoirs from the Boudoir. Hey, Taylor, I want to know, have you ever had any scary situations with clients? In the nine years that I've been working, I probably had two that... um, made me feel uncomfortable and could have maybe could have gone a wrong way had I have um, not listened to my intuition and just handled something a little bit differently than what you might have originally. Yeah, well, because you, you de- there's definitely like this idea that sex work is dirty or it's scary or it's nasty, but two in nine years, I mean, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty insane. Yeah, most, most guys, they're, they're not the deviates or the, the nasty people that think they are and the standover type people. They're just little pussycats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading here, Taylor, it says uh, that you share from the steamy sex scenes to the vulnerable, lonely and lost, all are real actual events from your roller coaster life. Give us, give us one or two of your favourite gems in the book that are maybe a bit of, a, a bit of intrigue, a bit of excitement. Okay, well, we'll forget Christmas Bruce then. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's hang more. on, hang on, hang <laughs> on. What's Christmas Bruce? I need to know about that. Well, he his 20-year fantasy was to actually wake up beside someone Christmas morning. Oh, wow. So I flew over to WA on the Christmas Eve, uh, spent the night and Christmas night and bought out the Santa bag and the Santa tree <laughs> and presents and he cried. It was so beautiful, but that's wow. not, that's not the exciting you're after, but, <laughs> but that's, that's just to make people think about people around them to think, well, you know, give them the kids for the weekend and have them for Christmas or, um, call in and see that person Christmas day and invite them around if you know they're lonely and on their own. There's lots of different messages on lots of different angles. And I've had lots of feedback from even married women saying, oh, I tried that bathroom scene. (laughs) (laughs) After 30 years of marriage, and one just said the other day that her husband loves me because she got the spa all ready for him and uh, did a nice massage and just spoiled him for a little while. 
Well, there's a, I also was reading that some couples have been reading it together, your book, as in like the two of them sit down or maybe in bed and read paragraph by paragraph. That's <laughs> that was great... terrible. That was my nephew and <laughs> oh. his wife. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Among others. But yeah, it's like I, I try and think of when I talk to people of all the depression side, but I did get pretty well um, explanatory in the sex side because people want to know that. Yeah. Um, and try different things themselves without you saying, well, this is what you've got to do. They go, hmm, I might just try that myself. So uh, there you go. Memoirs from a boudoir couldn't, isn't, isn't just a, a fascinating read. It can also be helpful for, for yeah. love lives. Do you have like your number one tip for steaming things up in the bedroom? What do you reckon? What's your number one tip? <laughs> Start at the knees, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. So good. Work your way down. No, up. No, up. work your way up. <laughs> work your way up. <laughs> well, you might have a foot fetish. I can tickle your toes. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of fetishes, do you'd have to, you know, you'd, you'd have a whole bunch of different people having a whole bunch of different fetishes. Did you have to kind of go into a whole bunch of different those or was, was there stuff where you went, nah, I can't, I can't do that? The majority, um, I wanted to try myself anyway, because it's like, it was quite exciting actually, some of them, but anything on the, um, like the bondage where they actually really wanted to be hurt. Mm. I struggle with that. I can't do that very well. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of the stigma involved around sex work, sex work, what do we need to do to combat more of that? Do you think? I think you have to realize that sex work is work. Yeah. Uh, we're just normal people. And that's why I'm so out there because I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother. I have another life. I do photography. Everybody knows uh, that I am a sex worker and it doesn't affect anything. We don't sneak around, try and steal your husband or, you know, try and solicit jobs on the side. When we're not working, we are just normal people like everyone else when they finish work. And so do you think it's naive to try and people might say, well, let's try and work towards a world where there's no sex work. But do you think that's just stupid and there'll always be that, that side of I life? I think it is just stupid. And I think it's um, it, like people, they all have their own beliefs of what they believe in. And that's fair enough too, because I used to be them myself. But when you think of someone that put yourself in the place of someone who has had no sexual contact for years, has hadn't had a partner or anyone for whatever reason, um, that's a pretty lonely existence. Yeah. Mm. Why shouldn't you uh, reach out and find that service that you need and have a potentially a profound experience? That's exactly right. They can just, you know, some people just want to pay as you go. We're not going to take your house. <laughs> They've already lost so much already. Yeah. So they just, but they want that contact and that comfort. We'll go and out sex. And sex. <laughs> and sex, yes. Yeah, it's, a, it's a big part of it. We'll go out and get Memoirs from the Boudoir by Taylor Tara. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Thank you for having me. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Like Parliament Question Time with less name calling. You have a face like a kicked in biscuit tin, Tom. Oh, uh, maybe not. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. She's been hanging out on her couch since 7.30 tonight. I ordered her some Uber Eats, so she's happy. But she's coming back in the studio up next, Ollie. Yes, she's got time, Tom, to read from our erotica novel, Five Minute Erotica. I want to hear that South African accent reading out the sexist story. We're talking about, of course, Ursula Carlson. She's up next here with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Radio Gaga Queen, Triple M's, Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, we've got a joke from Jason on Facebook. No. Uh, it's come through. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, it's God. very clever. And no. we'll end the show with that. No, we won't. A Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. Naughty After Nine.
Ursula Carlson is back after we got her some Uber Eats. You're back in the studio, Ursula, after some dinner. Thank yeah, you so much for, for sticking around. Meal, no worries. Big surprise when they Generous guy. Isn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, you've got a brand new show coming out. It's called Loser. You can yes. get tickets on sale now at UrsulaCarlson.com. You've also yeah. got a Netflix special debuting in January, but we think this is going to be the highlight of your career, Ursula. Oh, look, I already feel it. We've got a book in front of you. It's called uh, Five Minute Erotica by yeah. Carol Queen. She's compiled some of the best erotic authors yeah. in the world. We call her Carol the Queen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as you should. Yeah, you should just call this whole thing Yas Queen. <laughs> and what we want you to do is just pick a random page out of yeah, the book. I uh, have. What's what's the title of this story? All right, I selected a Real Redheads. Oh, okay, brilliant. By Ursula Carlson. Take it away. Oh. Are you a real redhead? <laughs> I asked, pushing my hand under her skirt. Alyssa giggled and scooted her bottom towards my reaching finger. Oh. She was perched in my lap. My other hand had already undone her bra. Oh, my goodness. I was pushing a green fuzzy sweater. <laughs> <laughs> it's always hard, the one-handed bra unclip. I hate that. I stumble for, for far too long. You should just try one. Like, put one on yourself yeah. and try and undo it on yourself. Practice. Because well, I can smash it out, mate. Yeah. I can rip a bra off with my teeth. <laughs> okay. She wore a green plaid skirt, green fish. What the hell is she wearing? What's she wearing? Green fuzzy sweater, green blade skirt, green fishnets, and here it says green fingernails. Okay. Honestly, he just picked himself up a freaking alien. <laughs> I'm going to scoot through this head. And she's a redhead as well. A redhead, yeah. I mean, the contrast. We get it. It's Christmas every day in yeah. that house. I mean, she's got red fuzzy hair too. So that's oh, like a curse. Slowly. Okay, um, I'm, g- I'm just going to scooch yeah. over Go to the next the page. Yeah, 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 I just need to get to the to the money shot here. Yeah, I agree. Swear okay. if you can as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he <laughs> f- her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> I'm at a point where, because she giggles a lot. She, <laughs> she giggled. And what's that? She asked. So I knew she knew the answer. <laughs> she spread her thighs slightly oh. as I tugged her panties. That is a hideous word, by yeah, the way. Panties. Yeah. panties. The minute you say panties and in the bedroom, <laughs> oh, and especially if you combine it with moist, oh. you're out. Get moist out. Panties. You don't want that. Yeah, dear. Moist panties. Oh, you, do, you do want that, but you don't want to be. Oh. Describing you know, no, it like that's that. the thing. It's like you want that, but you don't talk about it. No. It's like female masturbation. I'll push it <laughs> All right, here we go. And that's shifting. Wriggling had raised a tent in my pants. Oh, <laughs> don't say apparently, don't he's, say. he's 14. <laughs> <laughs> See, the writing in this book is just you so know, based. Like, you don't raise a tent once you're over 15, then you just have a mother <laughs> erection. <laughs> hey, come around here. I've raised a tent for you. What do you reckon? <laughs> like, if she's really into it, she's a lesbian. We love camping. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah. take, take your Subaru. Tom's got one of those, yeah, actually. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Subaru in a tent. Let's go. <laughs> You're going to grow a vagina. <laughs> oh, I think we'll leave it there. Ursula Carlson, <laughs> thank you so much for coming in your new show, I'm Loser. I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> God, moist panties. Oh, moist panties and a Subaru. And the... <laughs> Woo! Tickets are on sale now for Loser. Go to UrsulaCarlson.com. Thanks so much, Thanks, Ursula. <laughs> Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Now, well, Ollie, I've been told that this joke from Jason, which I hate to do, requires a content warning. So let me get that out of the way. A yeah. Tom and Ollie content warning. Yeah, baby. Tom and Ollie's oh. No 
After nine. Yes, Tom, we're lucky to have uh, no. listeners like Jason no, who send not. in these jokes. Yeah. And Jason is learning. Look, he used to send in mostly filth, but he's been cleaning up his act, and a lot of these jokes are quite airable. Sorry, why are we giving this guy airtime again? But he keeps calling me a flog. The only good thing he said is, please play some more Gang of Youths in the show. That's the only good thing he said. <laughs> you flogs. Yeah. He said. <laughs> yeah well, he right. doesn't mention you being a flog uh-huh. uh, anywhere here. Okay. Here's okay. the joke, and there's okay. a follow-up. All right, all right. The joke is this. A nine-year-old girl went missing after using face moisturiser. <laughs> oh. You want to re- restart that, mate? <laughs> oh, you want to give it a take two? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, okay, a two. nine-year-old girl went missing after using face moisturiser that makes you look 10 years younger. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's funny. Yeah, it's and then funny. he says, good too bad on. they haven't found a moisturiser that'll make Tom disappear yet. Oh. Just to, just to cap it off, he, he had to get an insult in there. You know what? I've got a sound effect that'll make me disappear. Here it is. See oh, you tomorrow yeah? night. Bye. That was Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Catch up on the show by downloading the Triple M app. And if you like it, share it with your mates. For more Tom and Ollie, hit the boys up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Tom and Ollie. Yeah.